Hey, welcome back to another exciting episode of the Afternoon Morning Show. My name is Chris Mueller. I'm joined, as always, by Vinny Kiamko Yap. Hello, everyone. Hey, Vinny. What is up? Oh, well, we're doing an episode of the Afternoon Morning Show. Man, it has been a minute. It's been a while. This yeah. is another one of those, we're back! I know. I feel like this time is, well, we've had a couple good excuses. Yeah, there have been, yeah. So yeah. I just so the listening audience can know, mm-hmm. what we're going to start doing is maybe a little more themed shows so we can put them in the can. That way we can kind of build up... Uh, a block of shows so we don't disappear for months at yeah, a time. Yeah, because be good. my life has gotten a bit unpredictable. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> there's which, no way around that which, one. Yeah, and I got, I mean, you know, with Ben's, if you're if you are new to the show, <laughs> I don't know why are you here. Anyway, yeah, because <laughs> uh, this is our first episode in how many months? Um, but yeah, my but my son Ben, who's four years old, is dealing with T cell lymphoblastic lymphoma. It's lymphoblastic. Um, yeah, it's not as funny <laughs> as it sounds. Yeah, lymphoblastic sounds way more fun yeah. than it is. Uh, and it's been kind of... A, maybe we should do that. Maybe we should start with a with a Ben update. Let's do it. Is that okay? That is, is that absolutely. too self-indulgent? Um, well, no, because I think a lot of people... I mean, even even a lot of people have asked me, so how's Ben doing? Right, yeah. You know? I tell you what, now this is interesting. So we, did, so we, did, we made the decision when Ben was diagnosed to go full bore reach out to the community at large for prayer and just yeah. kind of share what's going on with our lives. And and that's sort of the everyday Catholic thing, right? Like this is what normal everyday yep. lived faith looks like. We depend on on prayer and, and support from our community. And so we're going to share it. And we're going to share our walk through through this valley of sorts, not to sound overly dramatic. <laughs> we're going to share our walk through the dun, valley. Dun, dun. One trudging step at a time. Anyway, um, no, but it's been a bit. So anyway, so July, Ben was basically in the hospital for july yeah i mean that was sort of the thing he got uh he got a few it was thank god it was nothing major but when you are on chemo yeah you any fever over 100.4 is automatic 48 hours in the hospital yeah. uh and then he had a little virus and so it was just he was and, and thankfully viruses are not not super dangerous yeah. they're just super annoying yeah. well so, isn't like for his age 104 is kind of concerning anyways no 104 would be 100.4 oh, 100.4 100.4 oh, gotcha, wouldn't okay. even be considered I thought you said 104 I was like what yeah that's 124 actually no yeah yeah <laughs> it's like a volcano <laughs> exactly if your hand burns when you touch him no and so it, it so he was in the hospital and he so what happened was he got a virus and this was it was the most heartbreaking month cuz we like he went into the hospital and then he came home for like seven hours and then he went back. back to the hospital and then he was there for another week. And so it was just, it just kept going on and on. And then, uh, he's been out for, I don't know, a while now. Yeah. I, I, a day's blur one into yeah. the other. Well, and, it, uh, so we're in September and I know you guys had to go back a couple of times just for day, like a day or two things in August. Yeah. August he will. So he got out of, so he got out of one treatment block, went in the next. And so mm-hmm. what happened to us was he he was in the hospital for fevers, blah, blah, mm. blah. There's a medicine they're supposed to give him called peg asparaginase. This is your... Cousin type. Thank you. Uh, and he developed an allergy to it. And Whoa. Yeah, not good. Um, because Like hives? like Hives, respiratory distress, the Whoa. whole... Yeah, fun. Um, and they give it to him seven times over the course of his two-year treatment. And so... But the thing about this drug is when it's added to the chemo cocktail, Ooh. it ups your percentages from 70% to 90%. So Whoa. if he can't take that, now we're looking at a 70% positive outcome. Yeah. Right. Which is n- numbers are numbers, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, but as a dad, it's like, no, we need, we yeah, need, we we need, need to take yeah. that. So we knew this was possibility. 20% of kids do develop an allergy to this. 
Um, but so the, anyway, but, but uh, so he did. And so we knew it was a possibility. And so what they said was, well, there's a backup drug. It's a lot less convenient. You have to take six doses for every one dose, but that's okay. So if he develops an allergy, not a big deal. So he develops an allergy and then they say, oh, but the backup drug is on a national shortage. It's not available. It's only produced by one lab that belongs to the British healthcare system. And they had manufacturing problems where they were sending out particulate in the drug. Not good. Oh, and so it's not available. You so, think there would be some sort of oh like process to check before that goes out? Well, and you think maybe if this is, anyway, 20% of cancer, of, of leukemia lymphoma patients, uh, juvenile leukemia lymphoma patients need this. Yeah. So there's kids all over the country who are not getting Whoa. the drug they need, right? And so the only thing you have, the only recourse is to do what they call a rapid desensitization protocol. Wanted to articulate that. Yeah, it was oh. no, it was good. Rapid. All those, all those acting days. It's a lot of, lot of, a lot like, of Shakespeare sounds and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but so, so they did that. So what that is essentially is they're like, well, we're gonna give it to him anyway. Yeah. And so they pumped him full of Benadryl, and and steroids, and they just started giving it to him. So they give him at a one one hundredth dose, and then if he makes it through that, they give him at a one tenth dose, which seems like a big jump to me. And then they give him at a full dose slowly, but then rapidly increasing it as so it's kind of like. They started at the full dose, and they're like, we're going to go real slow, a little faster, a little faster. And before then, like, as the body's like, wait, wait, wait a minute, we don't like this. Like, just, just pump it in, pump it in, pump it in. Pump it in. By the end, they've got a super soaker on the line that's yeah. pushing it into him. Um, <laughs> One of those big pencil squirts. Just, just exactly. Just, yeah, he's, he's swelling up like a balloon. Uh, no. <laughs> Is that a scene from uh, Willy Wonka? <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, I was, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking Donald Duck, but whatever. Uh, it's our it's ages. A, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Willy Wonka. Anyway, but uh, so he did that. They did the rapid desensitization. Mm. Um, he started to react. Christina and the nurse and our doctor prayed over him, and he made it through the first time. Praise God. So the second time, because he had to have two doses in mm. this round, uh, he didn't get one 100th dose. He started to totally react and mm. not good. So they're paused. They're giving him ben more Benadryl. So basically, it's like this conversation with the pharmacist, like, how much can we give him before it starts to physically, physically hurt him? Yeah. Uh, and they're like, well, this is how much. This is the line. Let's run to that. That's Let's good. Go, that's, that's that looks bad. like a good place to Poor stop. Ben. Every time he has to go under, he's like, I'm going to feel all wobbly. <laughs> he's just, the kid is a, is made of cold steel. Like he, he really is. Man. Yeah. Every time he has to get any chemo transfusion, they have to access his port. Yeah. So in his chest, there's like this little implant, which goes right into like his jugular, apparently. Um, and it's like, I don't know, I exactly know how it all works, but essentially to access the port, they stick what is, looks like a finishing nail in his chest. Um, and the, and they lock it onto his chest and then mm. they do the transfusion. I mean, I, it's, it's yeah. But yeah. It makes you green in the face a little bit. Every now and then he'll be like, no, this is a bad idea. No, this is a, this I is mean, a bad idea. Smart kid. But... And then the nurses will be like, we really have to do it. And mom will be like, come on, Ben, we got to do it. And then we'll get your Legos. He goes, fine. fine. <laughs> Just do it. I mean, that's motivating factor. I mean, I know, man. We have so many Legos right now. Anyway, so the, the second desensitization didn't work. Uh, they paused it, but sort of miraculously, not sort of miraculously, just absolutely miraculously, a dose of the backup drug showed up in the pharmacy like, at that moment. That Our doctor literally got a, uh, a, a an email while this was going on saying, we have the Irwinia, who needs it? So, Whoa. Yeah. So he got, so he's good, but we've been driving back and forth to chalk, you yeah. know, every other day because he needs so much, you know, so many doses. Yeah, so, so the question is, how are your cars doing? Dude, we're putting a lot of miles on, that's for yeah. sure. Yeah, well, essentially what's happened is my car, which I love, my Mazda 6, yep. has become my wife's car because she drives back and forth and it gets like 30 miles to Does a she gallon. she love that? So, 
Honestly, no. Uh, she likes the van because it's like driving a tank. She likes the big gray whale. Right. Yeah. But knowing that it's getting like, you know, 15 miles a gallon, she doesn't like yeah. that. So plus we're playing toll road fees, you know, so because gotcha. to get to Orange yeah. County from, to get to Chalk from where we are, you have to drive the one of the worst, uh, well, really one of the worst freeways in the country. Is that um, 91 and then the, you guys take the- The what, 91, yeah. So one. we take the 15 to the 91 to the- 55 of the 22. Okay, so you guys yeah. do the 55, yep. 22. Wow. Oh, yeah. So we got to, but there's a fast pass lane, which is totally a scam. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. So you can, doesn't, it doesn't work either. And in peak hours, it's like 20 bucks. Yep. It is ridiculous. So we got, I mean, so essentially it adds an hour to half an hour of your time, you know, with mm. your little chemo patient in the car and his sidekick, uh, his little brother, who's getting to go to the doctor just as much. So, yeah, so there's all that. So a lot of, a lot of miles in the car, a lot of time in the car, a lot of that going on. Mm. So, yeah, man. But he still looks like a happy little kid. He is a happy home. little kid. Yeah. yeah, totally. A little fragile. A little, yeah, bit a little fragile. Little, you know, it's interesting, like, you, how kids, like, he sort of tries to exert control over the areas of yeah. life where he can, right? Which makes sense. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I walked up this morning, and he's, like, sticking his head out the door. And <laughs> it's just like, hey. And he's a bubble boy right now. Yeah. Right? So he's got no immune system at yep. all. Which is, uh, four-year-olds don't get it. They just... Yep. Don't no. get it. <laughs> they won't. Dude, you've got no immune system. That's cool. I'm drinking water. Literally, this happened. Like we had, there was a, a wagon in our backyard that I don't no. know, one of the kids had filled up with water. I, how, who knows when? It's been sitting in the backyard with water in it, probably breeding mosquitoes. So over the weekend, we look over and he's like lapping it up like a dog out of, no, he had a straw. He had a straw in the in the wagon and he's hey, like pff, drinking water. Yeah. But dude, you got no <laughs> zero you immune system. You can't. Do Bacteria is super dangerous for you. So you have said things that you never thought you would say in your adult life. No, don't drink the, the wagon water with the straw out of the, <laughs> please don't do that. I, like, I, I saw a mom had posted a meme on the internet today and it was, it says like being a mom is uh, saying random things like, no, we don't. Don't hide Cheerios in our butt crack and reheating your coffee until you die. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, there's a lot of truth to that. Yeah. There's a lot. Of, there's, I can't tell you how many times I've opened up a diaper and I'm like, how did, what the, what? why do, what? This is where the Legos went. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Just, no. Yeah. Anyway, man. So that's what's going on in, in our, it's funny, you know, that's been a big part of what's going on mm -hmm. in the life of Mueller. You know, obviously Ben's treatment. And then we've got, you know, water polo going on for our high schooler. We got, we are so blessed. Can I tell you like a we're blessed story? There's Absolutely. a lot of we're blessed stories. Sorry, guys. Um, this is, but Vinny, I want to let you talk this episode. No, it's all good. I, I promise. It's all good. So this I is, need the update too, because oh, I feel man. like we, uh, we, we, we don't, would, this, yeah. uh, honestly, if you're listening, Vinny and I don't hang out. Like we, we should, but I've got six kids yeah. and one of them has cancer. So I don't hang out with anybody. Because normally before the cancer... I was over more often. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And when we work together, we mm -hmm. touch base every yeah. day, you know. Um, but since cancer, I've been in the cave. Like I went to I went to lunch with one of our good friends yesterday and I was like, it's just nice to talk to someone who's an adult <laughs> yep. who doesn't scream at me. Yeah. Because uh, I've got a toddler who's in the yelling phase. Uh, oh, yes. I oh heard some. God. That was a toddler this one. That was. Uh... Yes, yes. Yes. Anyway, what was I saying? I've forgotten now. No, we were talking about Ben and then updates. Oh, water polo. Yeah. Blessings. Yes. Blessings. So a couple things. Like kids going back to school, you're always kind of nervous about like oh, yeah. how that's going to work out. Our water polo coach, who's like this legendary water polo coach, um, retired from coaching at the high school. And he took a job with USA Water Polo. So that's a big deal. But to get a good quality coach in, in our league is hard because our league sucks. It's terrible. Um, our team just walks through league. I mean, like they kill everybody. Really? Oh yeah. It's, it's, and you know, Murrieta, it's not like, 
it's not like a lot of areas. We're kind of an island, right? Yeah. In South Riverside County, Murrieta and Temecula. Um, and so it was this, this, this coaching search went on and all, and plus you have to be a teacher, right? Mm. So coaching search goes on all summer. They can't find anybody. They find a guy, he leaves and he goes to coach at a junior college. So they, they lose him Whoa. right away. Um, Heard that story. So finally they hire a guy who took his team to CIF last year. He was coaching as a student teacher. Um, and, you know, you coaches, you're like, this guy could be really good or he could be a total jerk. Yeah. Like he could be the most positive influence in my child's life or he could be like the most negative, yep. right? Um, and so I'm just praying like, Lord, just get like, I want somebody who wants to raise like good young men, mm. right? Like I, and also teach him skills and blah, 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 and be competitive and who cares. Um, so we get this guy who literally was a youth pastor for like the last, I don't know, 20 years oh, or something. Oh, no way. Or 15 years. Yeah, Totally. Was a youth pastor for like 15 years, thought he was going to go on and be a pastor. Life kind of took a different change. So, he, you know, like in his mid-30s, he had to go back to school and get his credential. Mm. This is his first time teaching, full-time teaching job. Whoa. And so he like has this, like my son was telling me like about him over the summer. He's like, dad, you know, like in Parks and Rec, that guy, Chris Traeger? And I was like, yeah, he's like that. He's like that. Like, he's like all positive. He's like, come on guys, you can do this. And he's like working out with us and he like trains with us and he's running around like, and, and like the music in the, in the locker room last year or in the weight room was all like rap and kind of explicit last yeah. year and kind of nasty. This year, Chris is like, I'm pretty sure he's slipping in a Christian song every now and then. Like, <laughs> that's the best. Uh, like, oh, so, go to this guy. Yeah. So just a super like, yes, thank you. Like this answer to mm. prayer, like a guy I, and I. Uh, and it's, it's just a cool guy. Like, he's just a really cool guy. Mm. Um, his son has actually, my, we actually ended up, my, my nephew's coaching a flag football team. turns out the coach's son is on the team and my, and our kid is on the team. And so like, we just sitting on the sidelines talking to this guy and like, he's just a good dude. Like, I'm so excited that he's in my kid's life. Then our other guy, our other son, um, who's a second grader, we were praying like, oh Lord, you know, cause there's so many weird stuff going on curriculum wise in California and how are we going to deal with that? And just, you know, all of things going on in our life and in second grade's like kind of a big year, blah, blah, blah. Well, he, his teacher is one of my form, one of our former students' moms who follows me on Facebook, knew what was going on, is super excited to have him in class, like is on top of everything as far as like all of his stuff. And, and it was just, again, like so many blessings. I couldn't even tell you. Like it, she's just, so we're so stoked. Like we're so stoked about that. So, That's really cool. Yeah, man. It's been good. I want to ask who it is, but I also know for anonymity. I don't know if I can do that. Yeah, yeah I no, you could. I'll tell you off. Yeah, I'll tell, me, about, tell yeah. me later. Yeah, yeah. But, it's, but yeah. that's super cool though. Yeah, totally cool. Very, very Especially cool. Especially the... The coach, like former youth pastor, and is now oh yeah. So absolutely. he's got he's got that like youth pastor kind of right vibe when he comes up to coach totally. And he's not and he's not uh, and I, I you know he had I there's nothing that would indicate he's like at all proselytizing. That's not his mo. Right? Yeah, but he's just got that like energy. It's but more his, the energy. But his but he cares about yeah kids as more than athletes. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like he's he's developing athletes, but his goal is not just to develop mm-hmm. athletes because he cares about people. Mm. Like that's. Praise God. Yeah. You know, so stoked about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, super cool, man. Yeah, dude. So Amongst everything, those are those are some pretty solid blessings. And that's what I keep trying to, you know, it's I, I keep trying to tell people that as I, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of struggle. There's a lot that's hard. I mean, um, my wife and I are are doing well, but there's stress, you know, like cause mm-hmm. it's hard. We were ships like July, we saw each other for 15 minutes at a time, you know, because we yeah. sw- like when we were switching out at the hospital. That was it. Like that's yeah. the only time we saw each other. Um, and by the end of that month, it was like, I just, I just miss you, you mm-hmm. know? Um, but you know, like, so life is stressful, but there's so much blessing in it that you just go, 
I can't, I just, I just, I can't help but mm. know that God is with us. God's, you know, he's got Ben in his hands and, and we're just going to keep trusting and, yeah. you know, so yeah, I don't know, man, it's good. Life is good. Yeah. Sounds like it, man. Yeah. Other than cancer and, you know, stuff like that. You know? yeah, yeah. But I think, I think the, even the joy in that is just the fact that he comes home and I, and he, I, it's, it seems like he definitely knows I'm home. I'm me again. Kinda yeah. Like he's not plugged into anything that's. I think they, I think that's a huge blessing in itself. Yeah, man. Too. Well, that whole month he's in the hospital. Yeah. He's, his port is hooked up, right? So like he's literally like spacewalking every time he gets out of the bed to do anything. He, he has, has to a, drag his line yep. with him. Yeah, that's hard for a little guy. Yeah, we have so many Legos now because every time he goes to chalk and he has to have like an injection mm-hmm. or like a shot in his leg, they give us a box of Legos every time. <laughs> that's so great. Every time, it's not great. I mean, it's really wonderful. It's sweet. But have I, you stepped on one yet? I, I one. Good lord, have I stepped on one? Like it's no one at a time I've or 15 like a at a thousand. time no they're everywhere <laughs> they're everywhere and, it, and I don't know if it was like this when I was a kid but it seems like every piece has like a thousand of those one peg pieces yeah. with a tiny little yep. oh my gosh so yep. you're vacuuming and like, <laughs> well, well that set's not going to be buildable anymore yep. and we'll put them together and they're all these he gets like like Marvel sets and Batman sets and they're really cool I mean, as a young boy cool. does of course absolutely cool so I like this Batman set it was Ra's al Ghul and like the Lazarus pit Right, like, gotcha, this, like yeah. It's a little dark storyline for, but anyway, but uh, so I he put it. Know, he know, didn't know. He didn't know. And you know, it was put together for maybe thirty minutes, and then oh it, no, and, and then he took it. Then it took it apart, and then I could we ever put it together? No, never nope. again. The piece, they, the set they gave him yesterday, because I was there with him yesterday, and he had to get an injection in the leg, like a like shot, shot. Mm-hmm. Four hundred and twenty-two pieces. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So he, I'm putting it together at the counter with him, like we're we're working yep. quote unquote together. I set pegs up, have him put them together, you know the thing halfway through he's like this is boring i was like i know i know my, I mean, my neck hurts from like leaning over on this thing and he's you know this is boring See, well, that's where you put music me. on and then just kind of zone so, out oh no yeah actually honestly legos by myself are kind of fun. fun yeah yeah it is kind of fun yeah. building the things i just like them to stay together if we had every set like that he's received since he got cancer put on a shelf so we, we would have like a display case of legos it looked like the lego store in his room it's just I mean, they, that would be just the clear, like, yeah. case with it. That'd be cool. But he immediately, yeah. they'd go down to Adam's, you know. Just, <laughs> they're just, it's crushed. Yeah. So a weird thing. Are, so the the newer priest we got at St. Martha's. Yeah, tell me about him. I haven't had him preach yet. So, um, well, because he, he normally does, uh, well, he, he does a handful of the Sunday evening, 5 p.m. Yeah. Um, See, I've been awesome. going to, I, so this is weird. I've been going at 7 because gotcha. we have to, okay. we have to, we can't go to mass together because yeah. we have a sick kid who can't go to mass. So I, I go at seven. My wife goes later with the kids. It's been like I go at seven, she goes at nine, and then our, our adolescents go at five. Five, yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. no, but he's super cool. He's a younger or on the younger side. Seems of, like of, uh, yeah, of his priesthood. I saw him introduce himself. I was yeah. a little bit surprised he didn't preach that Sunday, but that's okay. Yeah. And he's just one of the coolest guys. Coming to find out that he's actually. Uh, within the circle of some priest friends of mine from Orange County. Oh, cool. Um, and so we found that out. Uh, I was on retreat and they sent us, he sent me a picture of, or no, the my priest friend sent me a picture of them at the Cheesecake Factory in Marietta. I was like, really? Yeah. All right, sweet. Um, no, Cheesecake Factory? Meh. 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 Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. Yes, um, no, but apparently he, he, will, he is, our new priest is a huge Legos fan. Really? Yeah. And so, like, people, like, get him stuff, and he's got, like, sets that family had given him for, like, birthdays and things like that. Yeah. And so at our staff retreat that we did, we did, like, a team-building thing, except 
father and our pastoral coordinator took some pieces out to see how different groups like work together. Yeah. And it was the best like four to five minutes to an hour <laughs> of my life. Wow. Yeah. I sat there and we had a couple other people and it was me, the youth minister and one of the guys on maintenance who's a young adult. And the three of us are like putting this thing together and the other three are like, we've never touched one of these in our lives. Like it was the best thing. Yeah. And so the three of us were like, like neck deep in it, just putting it all together. But I mean, who else can say on their staff retreat because of a priest, you got to play with Legos for about 45 That's minutes. That's very cool. Yeah. It's interesting. You know, it's funny cause it's the secret lives of priests, Yeah, you know? Um, and it's, I've, I have priest friends who are super into like comic books. I got yeah. one priest friend who's like a gamer, like he loves eight bit gaming. Yes. Like Ooh. old school gaming. Whoa. Like okay. Thing, yeah. You know? Um, and, uh, because you got to think, like, the priest lives are super busy, right? Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like a fireman, though. Like, it, when you're on call, like, in the evening, you're on call, yeah. right? And, but you're not on call every night. So after work hours, you go home. You go home and you do your own thing. And yeah. you're by yourself, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you do have time, you know, for prayer and reflection, yep. but you also have time to build Legos, yeah. you know, or, well, or play video games. And I've, I, I also know priests that, um, one of them from L.A., um, musician, he plays the banjo. Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He totally. plays the banjo, and he's actually helped a couple worship teams in LA. I think I saw him yeah. help a couple teams. We're talking about Father Tim. Father Tim. Father yeah. Tim. Father Tim Grumbach. Yeah. Grumbach. Father Tim Grumbach. Yeah. He, Grumbach. Uh, Grumbach. I have no idea. But Grum- Father Tim basically sits in. Uh, it's like the, the radio show I used yep. to do. He sits in quite often on that. Yeah, show now. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But and he's a phenomenal like musician and he's banjo a good player. dude. He's such a good dude. You know, and I gotta say this: that is, there's so much hope in like the young priests yeah. that I run into. And I, if you, and I, I know that we're in a situation in our diocese where we need young priests. Right. Mm-hmm. We're, we're very low. It seems like Orange Diocese is is the yeah. ranks are flooding all of a sudden. Yep. They're getting more and more priests yeah. in our area. Um, but like, if you have a young priest in your parish, love them absolutely. You know, not and, and obviously take, but take care of them. Don't spoil them. Yeah. But treat them like family. You know, invite them over, um, uh, because it's it it is kind of a hard, lonely life at times, yeah. and we don't talk about that very often. Yeah, but it is. It can be. It can be a lonely life. You know, it doesn't well, have to be, but it can be. And especially like in situations where there may not be a rectory on site. Right. You know, and sometimes depending on what priests are doing there, it's like ships in the night with them. If they, if they live in community, right? it's more of just like, like, okay, one priest is there because they're doing a bunch of stuff during the week at the parish. But then you've got two other priests that are doing like hospital ministry right. that are on call 24 seven. So it's like ships in the night. They barely see each other. Well, in a lot of parishes around <laughs> the country, you've got a priest, a young priest who's servicing three parishes. Yeah. You know, um, and maybe he did one stint underneath a pastor for a little training, mm-hmm. and then they got he got assigned to three yeah. rural parishes, and so it's a very sort of lonely, yeah. disjointed life. And you know, I, I, it's so weird because of all of the concerns of safe environment. Blah, 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 blah. I remember as a kid, we had priests over in our house all the time. Yeah. You know, and granted, my parents always observed safe environment yeah. rules. Like no one was ever alone with us yeah. ever. It didn't matter who you were, right? Um, that's just my Sicilian mother. Yeah. Um, that's you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always. It's funny when I married Christina. Like I, I wanted to find a woman like my sister and like my mom. And the way I describe it as a lioness. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, like if you're, cause you know, like if the cubs are threatened, she will tear, she will you, tear you apart. apart. <laughs> and like, my sister is the sweetest person in the world, but I would don't like, if her cubs are involved, just back yeah. away slowly. 
back away slowly. Yep. Right? And my mom's the same way. And Christina, my wife, oh, dear God, <laughs> don't get between Linus and her cubs because she will, yeah. yeah, it's going to be not good for you. Yeah. You know? Reminds me of my mom. There was one situation um, in my youth and I remember my mom, I like, I had never seen my mom like this because she's very sweet, very, you know, um, even, even tempered woman. She's super funny. Um, but there was just this one scenario growing up and I saw it switch like that. It oh, was yeah. like, oh no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can see it happen yep. too. You're and like, my dad and I are like, <laughs> down. <Exactly>. No, <laughs> just, let's just talk this out for a second. Just kind of watching both sides. Like this yep. is going to get bad. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. Yeah, man. So yeah, but it's, but yeah. So love your young priests, love them. And, and I, I think we need to get back into a culture as a church where we, where we, you know, invite our clergy over to our yeah. into our homes, and I know there's a family in our parish who does that. They try to love our priests, and they that way as a couple of them, and it makes a big difference in their lives. Mm-hmm. You know, it's particularly if you have a new priest. Like I, there's one yeah. of my there's a priest who's um, I'm acquainted with. I and we're not friends, but we're acquaintances. Mm-hmm. But he, he's a good dude, mm-hmm. uh, and he was at a parish for 12 years as a pastor. Really, really well liked and loved and loved his community. It was a military community. He was really invested in that and taking care of his families and they move him. Right. And that's just the way it is. And you know, he, he shared a little bit on social media and it's, there's heartbreak, there's mm. mourning, you know, you, you fall in love with these families and your community, you pour into it and then sort of arbitrarily, they just move you. Yeah. Right. Um, and if you're a, if it's a young priest or an old priest or, you know, that's, we don't, te- we don't tend to think about that sort of that, you know, you wonder sometimes we have priests who are kind of cold or they seem mm. cold and distant. A lot of times it's because of the wounds of having to move so often. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, you, you get a little, it, it, the, they can get a little callous, yeah. you know, which sucks. Well, and also some of that too can, can be from, you know, that lack of, community. Oh yeah. Especially if it's at a smaller parish and they're literally the only priest. Right. You know, like, of course they're, they're going to kind of be like that because they've had to kind of toughen up to like survive. Well, and I'll say there's no community as a, as a guy, just as a guy, like finding a band of brothers is difficult, right? Like to find your group is, is not easy to do. And in fact, there's multiple studies right now that refer to like this crisis in male friendship, Mm. right? They're just, men don't have like those bosom friends that once they did, you know? Um, And that's hard if you're a secular man, right? If you're a priest, the pool of people is, it shouldn't be smaller, but it is but smaller, it, yeah. right? You know what I mean? Um, but it's hard because anytime you're, you're a priest and you walk into a group of laymen, you immediately, you don't, it's not just you walked in, it's father, yeah. somebody walked in. And so to have a, just a, an authentic friendship is a difficult thing to navigate. Yeah. You know, you have to find someone who in your life isn't going to be scandalized by your struggle, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that's, you know, that's not always easy to find. A lot of times priests will go back to friends they grew up with, um, or God will present like a, someone who's, you know, kind of a steady person in mm-hmm. their life, but it's not easy to find. And it it's difficult too. And I can talk to this as a youth minister too. It's difficult because you, at the, when someone's faith is dependent on you, it's hard to yeah, share absolutely. your struggles in your faith, right? And you feel like you have, there's this, this tendency to feel like you need to be like the representative mm-hmm. or the role model. Uh, and sometimes it's just hard. Life is hard, yeah. you know? So I don't know. Pray for our priests, our young priests. That's what I'd say. Absolutely. Yeah, man. We need it. They well, need it. We're, we're doing something new on the afternoon morning show this week. Um, we're trying to limit our episodes to 30 minutes. We're cutting 10 minutes out of the episodes. Um <laughs> 
I don't know why, because we tend to go over we five to, to over, ten yeah. minutes anyway. But we are at the twenty-seven minutes and twenty-seven and thirty seconds mark. Ooh, I, I can say things out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll, we're going to do another episode right after this, and that'll come out weekly. But so that's our goal right now. If you've been listening to us for any time, you've noticed the show evolves over time. Um, but one of the things I've done successfully with the Weekly Word podcast, which if you have not listened to, do it. check out the Weekly Word. It honestly, I love what's happening there, and I, I, I make them. So that sounds really lame, but it's my it's my three minute reflection mm. on the gospel. Because sometimes you go to mass and you hear a great homily. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you're distracted. Sometimes you weren't prepared. You need another run out the next day. And so I do three minutes in the gospel, um, and I, I'd love to share it with you anyway. But what I did with that is when everything went down with Ben, I just recorded like three months of mm. them. Put them in, set them up, got them ready to run. It's been super consistent. Um, and and the feedback from people who depend on or not depend on, but look forward to yeah. it has been really good. We're going to try to do that with, week, with uh, the afternoon morning show where we're going to try to get as many episodes in the can, kind of evergreen shows, shows you yeah. can listen to, topical shows. Um, that way we can be more consistent for you, the listener, um, because we love you guys. Absolutely. You know? And uh, what's going on in my life is an excuse, is not an excuse to not be there for you, you know? Uh. Yeah, that's right. But next show, I, here's what I want to talk about next show. So look forward to this. I, I want to get back to uh, sort of the afternoon morning show challenge concept. Yes. Uh, okay. And talk a little bit about that. And I'm, I'm also doing some, maybe talking a little about what we're reading or what I'm reading, because that's, um, I don't know, probably another me dominated. I haven't talked to anyone in like three months. <laughs> no, it's all good. This uh, is why I'm here. Yeah, exactly. So thanks. I mean, normally this whole conversation would be shared, but you know, Megan. I know. Oh can't. yeah, Megan's not here. Do we mention that yet? Yeah. Megan's not here because she has... Well, we, we started to on the first episode. Yeah. We, anyway, Megan's not here because the baby is at the babbling stage. Yes. So she's a little... Blah, 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 blah. Which means she would just dominate the conversation. Well, which means totally. you would have competition, Chris. That's exactly right. Uh, Chris was like, I will have none of that. <laughs> do not show up. Well, that was pretty much it. Because uh, let's face it, I can't compete with that cuteness. No. I can't do it. I can't do it. No, none of us can. Not but, even Megan can. But Megan should be back uh, soon. Um, she's yes. just, you know, it's a baby. So we're kind of in between the baby's babbling, but she doesn't want to leave the baby yep. with a sitter and all of that stuff. And totally understandable. Absolutely. I don't know. But anyway, uh, so we miss, I miss Megan. Yeah. Same. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, it looks like we are crossing the 30 minute mark. Sweet. This has been the afternoon morning show brought to you by Everyday Catholic. Everyday Catholic is a 501c3 nonprofit, and we depend on the support of listeners like you. If you enjoyed the show, uh, go ahead and go to everydaycatholic.com slash donate and consider a monthly pledge. Also, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That would be super helpful. Please. And tell a friend. Absolutely. Right. Love you guys. We'll catch you next time. Bye, guys.